When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sportsbook that gives you tools to win, like my bookie. And my bookie doesn't matter if your team's up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boost, same game parlays. I like teasers. And take advantage of the huge prize pool contest. Plus, my bookie currently has a no strings attached cash bonus that lets you deposit, withdraw, Quick, carries a one-time rollover, can't find that anywhere else. Just use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, or scan the QR code on this video right next to my face here to claim your own cash deposit bonus now. That's promo code 49ers. So try my money uh, money bag. Uh, you basically roll the dice, and it picks a team and gives you extraordinary extraordinary odds on who's going to win the Super Bowl. Um, lots of fun options there, so bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I do mean anywhere, wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie. Just make sure you use the promo code 49ERS, and let's go. Let's make some money together. I'm the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, 49ers fans? Welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. It is me with the main man, Clayton. I am here in Sacramento. I'm actually at Coach Cruz's house. I'm not at the game this week, which was a (laughs) healthy break. But we got to talk about this. The 49ers completely dismantle the Philadelphia Eagles at Philadelphia completely just hogwashed. I mean, whatever term you want to come up with, destroyed this team. They are not on the same level at all. The Philadelphia Eagles come home and get absolutely embarrassed. From the second, third, fourth quarter, it was a one-team affair, even with the refs stepping in to make it even more like whatever. The the Eagles and the refs are going to do what they do, but the 49ers win 42-19. to one game out of the one seed. Whew. Clayton, how awesome and dominating was that game? I'm speechless, my friend. This I'll is tell complete you, complete domination. I'll tell you, that game was so entertaining. I got my girlfriend to watch with me. How <laughs> fun is that? How cathartic was that, John? I oh felt I was I was hooting and hollering in my apartment. Saying things I probably shouldn't be saying out loud, but I was saying I was saying it all. I was, we were putting it all out there. That was fun. That was just a lot of fun. I think everybody who calls themselves one of the faithful just needed that, and they needed it yes. to go exactly the way it did. Just an absolute beatdown, no questions. You know, we had a little adversity in there with Drake Greenlaw, whatever that was all about. I, I thought that was a little ridiculous, for being honest. But we'll we'll probably talk about that later. I'm sure. But how right. fun. How and that's the thing. fitting. Like, you look at Brock Purdy getting injured, the previous game, all those things. And then you go out there, and the first quarter does not go as planned. Kyle Shanahan, bleh, you know, amazing game from Kyle Shanahan, amazing game from Brock Purdy, the entire team. But that first drive, 
was not what you wanted. You go two, six, two, three and out drives in a row to start the game, and it's just like, you know, I, I my two closest friends are both Philly fans. It says a lot about who I am. You guys know Chuck. Um, yep. And then Chris, who comes, he's helped with a couple of the trips in the past, like amazing people. They were reaching out. They were talking their trash. And I was like, keep that energy. Keep that energy. Mm-hmm. Because I kept saying all week, this city, this team, and most importantly, this coaching staff does not hold water to what the 49ers bring to the table. They're not on the same damn level. One, you have a city whose entire ideology is based off of a movie character, Rocky, who I love Rocky, not a real person. And people (laughs) want to come out there and say, oh, how dare you disrespect Rocky, a mythological freaking movie from the 80s who lost the first fight? Well, you just got your ass beat today. And I'm sorry. I know that oh, this is man. like episode 1019, and we do family-friendly shows here every single time. I'm sorry. I'm just going to be honest, Clayton. There will be four-letter choice words. I am turning safe moderation off. My like, Y'all let it out because this is the time to beat your damn chest. Debo talked trash for a year plus, and what did he do today? He stood on business, John. He stood on it all. Yeah, man. He looked every single one of those Philly defenders in the face, and every single one of them cowered to what Debo brings. Problem 19. Philly, sit your ass down. You are a second-rate franchise. You're a second-rate team. You do not belong in the conversation with the 49ers. Cry. The only thing that they had going for them, the Eagles scored two touchdowns. They had two touchdown drives. Both, both awarded from crazy penalties that did not belong. They did not score one drive today without the refs helping them out. It's the referee Eagles. They're not a good football <laughs> team. I understand they come from behind against other teams whatever else. Well, what did you do today whenever you fell behind? You fell even more behind because you were not near as good a team offensively, defensively, and I would throw out their special teams. Niners, this was a complete domination. Debo Samuel goes off. He had, look at this, four receptions, 116 yards, two touchdowns. Then he had three rush attempts for 22 yards and another touchdown. Three touchdowns. Ran like, okay, I understand Marshawn Lynch is not a 49er. Ran through a mother effer's face over and over again. It wasn't even close to a competition when 19 was on the field. We haven't even talked about Brock Purdy yet. Everybody talking about the MVP and Jalen Hurts. He brings his team back. He's so good. He's so clutch. Really? Where was he in the fourth quarter of this game? The fucking locker room. The locker room. Yeah, he came back, and I'm glad he did because Philly fans mm-hmm. don't have an, like an No excuse. excuses here. No, sir. Brock Purdy goes out there. 19 for 27. Throws for 314 yards. Not one, not two, not three. Four touchdown passes. Was sacked twice for four yards. 148.8 passer rating. Everybody wants to talk about, like, who's the best defense? This Philly defensive line is so good. Really? Where were Rock they? Purdy just diced them up, handed them the business from the second quarter on. And, and cool. You want to talk about the first quarter? That's cool. Congratulations, Eagles. You won the first quarter. You didn't win the second, third, or fourth, though. You got embarrassed at home. Your stadium was empty. Your fans, who are the worst fans in all the pro sports, left early after they talked trash and were drinking and whatever. I was – Clay, I'm just going to be real right now. 
I was raised in a trailer park. Philadelphia is more white trash than I could ever even dream about. Their fans, the way that they handled themselves, the way they continue to handle themselves, absolutely just, I'm going to say the word, abysmal. Sit your ass down, Philadelphia. You do not belong in this conversation of elite 49ers. We controlled your house. And so everybody else wants to say, oh, man, we lost these other games. Now how in the world are we going to get the one seed? I don't give a damn. Because guess what? The Eagles currently have the one seed. They play the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas next week, and they are beat up. I don't care who wins. If the 49ers get the one seed, two seed, three seed, four seed, don't give a damn seed, we can go into Dallas and knock them off. We've done that in the past. And we can sure as hell go into Philadelphia. We just beat them by 23 points in November? Oh, the weather wasn't nice. Who cares? The Eagles do not belong in the same conversation of the 49ers, whether you're talking MVP, whether you're talking coaching staff, whether you're talking team overall, or whether you're talking fan base. Because guess what? They got measured and they got found wanting. They are a JV high school freaking team that just got embarrassed at home. I'm sorry, Clayton. I know I'm talking too much. Talk we got some super your chats. shit. Let's let this go. We, we got so many. We got so many super chats, John. Let's, Let's get to celebrate them. Celebrate this win. First of all, we got quintessent guy right here becoming a YouTube member. If you guys want to support this channel, and thank you so much for becoming a member, this is the way to do so right here. Hit that button, subscribe, become a member. Yeah, it does. It does more than you could ever know. Seriously. So we appreciate you. And then we've got, man, we have so many. We got to get to. Uh, oh, we're I think, celebrating this, man. Y'all yeah. buckle in. This is what it is about. Talk your trash. What's up, Bill Rose? Say it all. Say it all. Here's Bill. He says, if y'all listen to the Chapman, then you know. You know. That beatdown was foretold. It was written in the stars. And it, I mean, we've been saying it all week, man. Banging that drum. And it all I comes to fruition. Dre Greenlaw was going to get kicked out of this game. Like, we were talking all week because the physicality that the 49ers bring. And that's cool. You want to talk, you know, Kyle Shanahan was awesome. Second to fourth quarter, he was incredible. Brock Purdy was great. We just talked about his stats. The physicality was the difference here because this team came out popping. The, the hits, you could hear them on the broadcast view. Ask DeAndre Swift how he's feeling right now. Ask Jalen Hurts how he's feeling right now. Ask Devontae Smith how he's feeling right now. The 49ers just kept thumping, and guess what? The Eagles were soft. They're the soft team in this matchup, and they quit. They literally... Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers 
for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. Quit the game. Their coach? Oh, I don't even want to talk about their coach, man. He, no, he's the worst in the business. But yeah, go ahead. Where are all the Eagles fans at now, right? All week we've been talking. They've been showing up to our channel, talking their trash and insulting my family, all this different stuff. Where are they now? They're drunk at home by themselves, yelling at themselves. Why? Because your team is trash. You have one Super Bowl win in your entire history. History. You don't belong in this conversation with us. You are not elite. You are not good. You are lucky. One time. One time. And you just got exposed today. And not even like it's a fall because they were never up on a pedestal at all. But congratulations. You won a couple regular season games, two weeks in a row. Sit your ass down. You do not belong in this category. The 49ers showed everybody what you were. Absolutely, John. I got JP right here. JP, shout out to you, my friend. And he's a member. Look at that. He said, like Debo said, Bradbury, man, they were looking at him all game. They were going at him directly. <laughs> and that's just the energy that we brought. I mean, I think I think I just saw somebody say this. So let me find this right here. Yes, Flat Plain, Oregon. Purdy gave him an entire first quarter. Kyle and Purdy, they just said, hey, do 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 your worst. Do your worst right now. And then they just went at Bradbury's head the entire rest of the game. I love and it. And that's the thing. Like, you, like whether – I really feel like defensively for the 49ers, that's where the message was. This game, offensively, Debo was incredible. Purdy was incredible. Shanahan was great. I don't care about those things. What, what separated this game was the 49ers' defense. Even when things went wrong the first quarter, what was the score after the first quarter? 6-0. You didn't give up a touchdown. You gave up two touchdowns this entire game. One of them was because your fat-ass coach got in and touched our player. I have been a coach at several levels, middle school, high school, you know, whether freshman, all the way up to head coach, DC, OC, play caller, head coach, whatever. Coaches do not touch opposing players. That is a fireable offense at a middle school level. And you get your fat-ass coach out there starting fights, and, yeah, I get it. Dre Greenlaw got kicked out of the game. And there's conversation to be had about Dre Greenlaw. But I'm telling you right now, that was a turning point in the game. Nick Sirianni and the refs, that was the only way that they could compete with the 49ers. And they thought that was going to be a catalyst to them in their comeback effort or whatever else. But what happened after that? They got a touchdown that drive, and then everything was shut down. 49ers go score six consecutive touchdowns offensively. I'm so proud of Dre Greenlaw. I wish you would have punched that dude in the face harder. You do not touch opposing players. I don't care that it was a personal foul whenever he slammed the player down out of bounds. I said I wanted that. Why? Because physicality is why this 49ers team won. And so that dude should never be allowed on a sideline ever again for the Eagles. And again, 
just like 40, you know, Eagles fans are going to always do. They give them a standing ovation, which is I'm impressed that they could stand at that point. But they sure as hell weren't standing on character. Just absolute embarrassment of humans out there. And so let, let's go to Jack. I mean, let's I'm go, proud man. of Drake yeah. Greenlaw. If I was giving green, uh, game balls out, Greenlaw is getting one of them. That's all I got to say. Hell yeah, John. Jack Cooley, appreciate you as always. You said it, John, and he echoes it right here. Six touchdowns on six consecutive drives. The questions have all been answered, John. And I have I have a litany of people in here, and we're going to get to you all. I promise you that. Yes, I have a litany of people. A litany of people saying, hey, where's Brock Purdy in that MVP conversation? What I was hearing before this game was Jalen Hurts is, was the front runner? Yeah, front right. Runner. And everybody wants to say Purdy's know. surrounded by elite talent. And oh my gosh, really? Look at the Philadelphia Eagles offensive line. One of the best in the past 10 years of the NFL with A.J. Brown, a top five wide receiver minimum, with Devontae Smith, all those things. No, no, no. You want to talk about elite cast of characters? It starts and ends with Brock Purdy throwing people open, whether it's Christian McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk, Jawan Jennings. Where does Jawan Jennings fit on this elite cast of characters well, let's look at what he did. Three catches, 44 yards, and a touchdown. All of them resulting in a first down. One of them was a little shy, but then they quarterback sneaked it. Like, come on, man. Y'all remember hyping up this Philly defense? Oh, my gosh. Brock, is he going to have PTSD from his injury? Really? The only thing that he did have, it sure as hell wasn't PTSD. That dude just freaking showed what he has to the Eagles defense. It was laughing on the sideline because he got pulled for Sam Darnold because you were up so much on the road against this Eagles weak-ass defense. They do not belong with the 49ers. And so if anybody has an MVP vote and you put Jalen Hurts, who was so clutch, clutch what, running to the locker room in the fourth quarter and coming back and doing nothing? Brock Purdy showed everybody who the better quarterback was and it wasn't even close this week i mean john at this point you should probably have christian mccaffrey over a lot of these dudes in the mvp conversation and correct let's just be let's just be very clear this isn't to hate on jalen hurts he's he's a great player he's awesome he's a great player and i think he had a pretty decent game you know like it wasn't obviously enough to win it wasn't even enough to get close but like he kept him around he absolutely kept him around and he threw enough yards for A.J. Brown to cash my bet, which was fantastic. Ah. So thank you for that. Thank we you for love that, my people friend. getting paid. Mm-hmm. But again, we this sure is do. back-to-back weeks of Jalen Hurts barely being over 50% completion percentage. Yeah, he had 298 uh, passing yards, but those were trash yards. This dude had yeah. an 85.2 passer rating. Marcus Mariota was almost better than he was passer rating-wise. Like, it's not like Hurts was good. We rushed four. We dropped coverage, and he could not decide. And so usually he ran, and so whenever he scrambled, he found plays, but he couldn't do anything on time and on tempo. Like, they were hindered because of Jalen Hurts. You go back and watch the film of this game, which we're going to do. We're going to do rushcom if you haven't signed up yet, or a Patreon channel. We break down every single play, the All-22, offense, defense, special teams, every single snap. Uh, go join over there, uh, you know, Frank Gore tearing up. He was terrible. Now, why was he terrible? Because the 49ers defense dictated everything. That first drive, Tayshawn Gibson got hurt on the kickoff and limped off. 
And Isaiah Oliver went out there at safety. So now we know who our number three safety is. He gives a back-to-back first down. Then Tayshon comes in, limping in, gives up another first down, but we hold him to a field goal. So you had the safeties give up three first downs on the opening drive, and then things started to settle down. And the only touchdown drives they had were aided by the refs, not anything that they did and their fat coach on the sideline. Like, this this is what's up, man. Uh, let's get to some more of these super chats and comments. Absolutely. Keep it going. And the excuses are abound, as Boba points out. Thanks for the super chat, my friend. They're making excuses. You know, it's their third game in 13 days. Blah, 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 blah. Niners Say whatever you want. Games in 12 days but, earlier. Yes, thank you. And they have the worst rest, you know, coefficient in the league or whatever that metric is. You know what I'm talking about? It's like by a, some margin for sure. The Niners, I think they're on like negative 10 days of rest, like compared to the rest of the league. We Something have the like worst that. in the NFL. The thank worst you. in yes. the NFL as far as rest days go. Absolutely. So you can make all the excuses you want. The, at the end of the day, though, the scoreline, the play on the field, it speaks for itself, John. There's nothing that you can say except good game, which I have, man, I have so many people in here. Here's Grand Asin right here. And he's not the only one who, who came in here and said, hey, my best friend's a Philly fan. He texted me, good game. For us, respect. yeah, absolutely respect. it was. And and I can respect that. And, and, you know, good for them for, you know, at least recognizing when they're beat. They right. got beat. That's huge. And so, yeah, you puff out your chest. You talk your trash because, let's be honest, Philly's been doing it for a year. Yeah. I wonder what's going to happen to Hassan Reddick and all those other players that have been talking trash and all those other people that have been talking trash. Where are they now? I'm not seeing any of them in the chat. Where'd they go? You, you got to be the same person when you're on top as when you're on bottom. We go live after every show, Clayton, even after losses, and oh, we yeah. take it. That's what it is. That's what real fans do. And that's the problem with Philly is they're fake as hell. Just like their freaking city idol, Rocky, not real. Did you see the stadium in the fourth quarter? Empty. Except for red. red. It was solid Mm -hmm. red. We did the same thing to Pittsburgh, one of the greatest fan bases in pro sports. Week one, they all left that stadium. We did the same thing to Jacksonville. We did the same thing to Seattle on Thanksgiving. We did the same thing to the Dallas Cowboys. It's just the 49ers are world destroyers. Whatever hope the Eagles fans have, now it's relegated to hope somebody beats the 49ers in the playoffs because if we have to play them, we're going to get destroyed. And so you beat the Cowboys by 32 points. You just beat the Eagles by 23 points at home. Those are the three best teams in the NFL. You want to throw Baltimore in there? Cool. We'll play them on Christmas, and we'll see what's going on. We got presents for you, Baltimore. But the NFC, it's a three-team race. And you have beat these teams by a combined 55 points? Okay, cool. You do not belong with us. This is ours. The 49ers are freaking Thanos taking over the NFC West. We'll see what happens now. Next week is still a big game. We are going to be throwing a huge tailgate party um, out in the blue lot. Um, 49ers for Seahawks. 49ers RushRoadTrip.com. Unlimited drinks. Unlimited food. We got a caterer coming out. We got all kinds of stuff. Trivia. Raffles. Uh, premium liquor. Everything that you want. Competition for the kiddos. All kids get in free. 17 and under. Free with the ticketed adult. My son's going to be there. We're going to have a great time. Head to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. 
And then after that, we got two weeks of craziness. We got Patrick Willis going to be in the Hall of Fame this year. Going to come party with us at McFadden's in Arizona the night before. Uh, I mean, it's a star-studded affair. We got the Arizona chapter. We got Barrett's. Uh, we got Rando. We got Del Fitty coming out with us. Going to be partying. And then we got an all-you-can-eat, all-you-can-drink tailgate at McFadden's out there on the extension that's outdoor. It's going to be awesome. One block from the stadium. I really hope people come out with this. If you want tickets, 49ers, RushRoadTrip.com. This season, and, and that, I keep going back to this. This is a special year for 49ers fans. You better remember this. Just like you remember 1994 season. Am I saying we're going to win the Super Bowl? Sure as hell looks that way. We're the favorites by a mile. Any power rankings that comes out and doesn't have the 49ers at one, you should delete that person and unfollow them on all whatever. We have embarrassed everybody. So let's get to a couple more comments, a couple more uh, contributions. Yeah, we oh, got whew. so many, John. But there's somebody in this chat right now who I do want to highlight. It's D-Dragon, who, by the looks, is an Eagles fan. I appreciate you being here. I just want to say that. He said, hey, nobody's hoping for y'all losing the playoffs. We want to see you again. Good Respect. win by y'all. No hate. But we're going to meet again in the playoffs. I'm not stressed about it. Let's get that conversation going right now because I would love to see the Eagles again in the playoffs. I oh think what we've got, John, on our hands right now is – a true 21st century rival. You know, it's it's been, you know, a lot of yeah. history between us and the Cowboys who, you know, they share a division, the two of them. But I wasn't alive for that. I wasn't there for any of that. Uh, my entire yeah, life, the Cowboys have been trash, garbage. The Eagles are actually, you know, somewhat a worthy opponent for us to, you know, be a rival with. So I would love to see that continue into the future and, and just kind of see a new chapter in the 49ers you know, shared history, buddy. It's yeah, to and the 49ers right uh, should be hosting the Eagles next year based on scheduling. That's uh, who sweet. finishes first and all that stuff. So this isn't going away. And shout out to that Eagles fan for like wanting a rematch. That's what you should want. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. But, I mean, good lord, you're looking at the NFC matchups. I, I said this whole week. It's not a good matchup for the Eagles because they're not as physical as the 49ers. They're just not. There's a few teams that are. It's not the Eagles and the Cowboys. The NFC East, it's always going to be a finesse division because they just want TVs. They don't want they don't want that smoke. And so Debo, Ayuk recognized that, exploited it, talked trash all year, and then answered the phone call when it was time to answer the call. So you look at the NFC, you know, playoff, whatever. Good Lord, Detroit. I mean, they're they're tough. They're kind of physical. They're not near as talented. It's going to be hard to beat the 49ers in the playoffs, but I respect him. Let's get to this super uh, chat from Roberto. Absolutely. He talked that talk, Debo did. He walked that walk, too. Appreciate you. I've got Ismael saying the same thing right here. Debo, he backed it up. He stood on business, like we said earlier. Yes, he did. And let's see here. We got <laughs> Roberto, man. You must be feeling that yeah. drink, my friend. That's fantastic. Let's go, man. Let's this go. next game is gigantic. Whenever mm -hmm. you look at just the way everything else is going from, you know, the NFL scores and schedules, the 49ers are pretty damn close to locking up this division already. The Rams won today versus the Browns, so like a lock, a lock it up, you know, hat and t-shirt game isn't happening next week, but that doesn't matter. The Rams are 6-6. Six and six. 
they're they're playing well, but like, come on, let's just be real. The Rams are. What are they going to do to us? They have to come play us. Mm-hmm. And so you got the Seahawks at home. You got the Rams at home. You're playing at Arizona. That's when Patrick Willis is coming out with us. We'll be this okay. division yeah. is all for the taking. I'm not concerned at all about winning the NFC West, and never was at any point in the season. So we're good. The 49ers just got to continue to be themselves. The rest is history. We're talking about an AFC matchup in the Super Bowl. Like, that That you can get weird on. But we have completely dominated the Eagles, the Seahawks, and the Cowboys, who are the only real threats to what the 49ers have in the NFC. Oh, I freaking love it, man. And speaking of the Seahawks, uh, could Seattle maybe pull off an upset in Philly? I mean, <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. Yeah, yeah absolutely. My, my whole thing I keep saying about Philly is, yeah, they fight back and they get close to winning games and they're clutch. But that also the flip side of that coin is they can lose to any team any given week. And they mm-hmm. just got the tar beat out of them physically, emotionally. And so now they got to go play the Seahawks, who almost beat the Cowboys. You know, well, we got to play the I Seahawks would, first. You I'm know? sorry. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I, I'm not worried, to, but but right after that, guess what? The Eagles yeah, yeah. Play the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. They, that, you're right. They play the Cowboys next week. Yeah. The yeah. Eagles' next two games are Cowboys, Seahawks. We play Seahawks, mm-hmm. then Arizona. The Seahawks don't match with us. They do not. Maybe they come out and throw like a couple trick plays and whatever else. Geno Smith is dog trash, man. That dude does not belong to be an NFL starter. And so as long as he is there, I have zero faith. Zero that the Seahawks can beat the 49ers. The 49ers are 4 0 against Geno Smith, and at no point did they ever have an expectation to win. You look at the ESPN like algorithm for like win percentage in each game. Since Geno Smith took over for Russell Wilson, at no point through all four games were the Seahawks projected to win at any point from kickoff mm-hmm. to end four consecutive games in a row. That ain't going to change in Santa Clara next week. No, and I don't want to hate on the dude, but Gino's Linsanity run, it's over. It's over, unfortunately. He's an average quarterback, at best. At best. Uh, Here's Darren808. Shout out to you, my friend. Game ball goes to the secondary, and I have, again, just a ton of people in here giving shout outs to Ambry Thomas. So I think we should talk about Ambry for a minute. His play, especially in this game, has been encouraging, to say the very least. It's, It's good to see. Your thoughts, John? physicality a couple times you heard his pads pop you come out and bring like you look at demo and the reason why the 49ers love diamador and lenore so much is his physicality demo has lacked that since back at michigan but he's elevating the physicality of his game and you know what you're going to give up some short passes and it's frustrating whenever it's you know third and six and they hit a comeback route to the sidelines and they get that first down but at no point did he give up a big play and that is what our defensive scheme is all about. Steve Wilkes, who's a hell of a DC, came out and said two things I want. Turnovers, we didn't get any of those. But two, limit big plays. What were their big plays? They hit a slant and a safety missed his fill route twice. I don't know what their other big plays were. They sure as hell weren't on Ambry Thomas. He no. has been so consistent, and he has played. You look at the freaking players that he's played. If if I pull up, man, I want to be, I want to, I want to respect this, and I want to do this right because Mike Evans, yeah, did his damn job. You know what I mean? 
You look at the Eagles, A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown's biggest plays were not against Ambry Thomas. Calvin Ridley, nope. D.K. Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, nope. Cincinnati Bengals, they had some big plays. They weren't on Ambry. Like, you've got to give it to this guy. He has elevated his play. He has stepped up. He has done a hell of a job. And one of the main factors, if not the main factor defensively, why the 49ers continue to dominate whenever they're on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm, no doubt. We've got royalty in the chat, John. Oh, we got my man, Eric. Uh, if you guys aren't following us on Instagram, Eric does a fantastic job holding it down over on all, on all our social medias. Uh, He's the man. LFG, man. Let's freaking go. Good to see you, my friend. I've got so many more super chats, and I don't want to let's just limit to it to super chats. Let's get to let's get to as many as we can get to. We're just gonna go. We're gonna go crazy right now. I got MC 49ers. Thank you. Let's go. Let them know. We've been letting them know all week. Not We're the letting them know team. today. We're not stopping here either, John. We're gonna we're gonna speak truth to power, you know, the entire time. We're gonna I keep love going. That, Absolutely. I got Bobo again. Love you, brother. What did you make of the Green Law ejection? Uh, some yeah, more I mean, thoughts on coach that? The coach should be banned from the sideline for the history of the NFL. He should never be allowed on one again. It kind of represents what Sirianni is, a drama queen, uh, soft as hell, needs help to get his stuff done. And, I mean, Sirianni and that coach, I don't even know his name, don't want to know his name. Not a track. coach, John. That guy's not a coach. He's the head of security, whatever that yeah. means. Yeah, oh my gosh. I've never had a game, and I've been on the sideline for over 100 games in my career, like well over 100. Don't touch opposing players. Like this is – you fire that coach. If I was a high school coach right now, I'd fire that man. You are no longer employed here. You don't belong here. You touched an opposing player. I wish Dre Greenlaw would have hit him harder. He didn't even hit him. He pointed at his face, but that's how soft they are. They want to act like the victims in every situation. Mm -hmm. And that's what they need. Like, they're not a good football team. They're not a good coaching, like, unit. They're a simple coaching unit that need external motivation to get their players on on par, but that doesn't even work. Like, that's kind of the epitome of of Sirianni and all of his goons. Like, they're just a joke, man. Um, I have no problem. I wish – I wish Dre Greenlaw would have body slammed that dude personally. He deserved it. Don't put your hands on opposing players. Ever. He would have gotten his he would have gotten his money's worth because there's a fine yes. coming for sure. I got Jacob yeah. right here. Thank you, my friend. Good to see you. Bang bang gang. We're coming out. Gotta love watching the Eagles fans cry. Uh you called it. Dre Greenlaw, there he is again. He keeps showing up with these super set chats. Set the tone, John. man. It's great to see. He set the tone. Uh, it says keep up the good work. We appreciate you, man. Thank you We are much. who we are. They are who they are. Who are they? Oh, my goodness. Aided by the refs. Soft. Mm-hmm. Want to pose. GQ. That's cool. No problem yeah. with that. We're tough as hell. We're going to hit you in the face. Oh, my Absolutely. man. What is this? Oh, here we go. Fireball. Jeez. Coach Cruz. Come on, man. <laughs> Ooh, Coach Cruz, best man. in the business. Wow, that that would uh, have me, oh, man, having some PTSD <laughs> right there, man. Oh, goodness. But we got another new YouTube oh, member, thank you, Andrew. Andrew. Welcome to Shout out man. to you. It's great to have you with us uh, along for the ride. I think uh, we're just going to keep it rolling. Yeah. We go live Holy at the end moly. of every game, but we go live all throughout the week as well. So mm-hmm. we hit are that subscribe here. button. Yeah. Hit the membership button. Join us. Support us. We appreciate you guys. Absolutely, we do. A Bobo. Dude, Bobo is going for most super chats in this He's episode. The best, man. Thank you, Bobo. 
he says he's proud of the team and he's happy for all of us faithful who have been sticking with this team, you know, for years and years. It's good to see finally, I'm not finally, we've had consistent success for years, but this really does feel like a team, John, that, you know, is, is destined for a little bit more than just getting to the playoffs. I'm very intrigued to see how far, we end up going this year. And I don't want to jinx anything. I'm not going to wood currently right now. So well, all you, know you what can I mean? do is take, you know, you, you take where you're at. What are the mm-hmm. expectations? You are very clearly the best team in the NFC. There's no mm-hmm. debate on that. There's no single human, no matter how trash your take or hot, hot takey you are, the 49ers are the best in the NFC. Now that's great because guess what? It just turned to December. You don't win a Super Bowl in December. No. You have to maintain and continue to improve through the playoffs. And, you know, we, we always used to say back in Texas, like whenever I coached at Duncanville, like, man, ball's got to bounce your way. you got to set everything up to where you're the best team, you're the best coach, you're the best executed, but that's not even enough. The ball's got to bounce your way in those inopportune moments where, guess what? There's going to be close games. But who's going to have a close game with the 49ers? You keep blowing out all the competition on the road. So all you can do is handle you. And you keep improving and you keep executing at the level you're at, even though you had a terrible first quarter offensively. Gosh, you still blew this team out by 23 points on the road? Mm. Expectations should be high. And they should stay there. That doesn't mean we're winning the Super Bowl. It's not Super Bowl or bust. I don't believe in that. All you can do is handle week 13. And what you do week 13? You beat the hell out of the quote-unquote best team in the NFL by 23 on the road. So you continue to stack, right? Stack good performances. Stack who you are against everybody else. And next week's a big game. You beat the Seattle Seahawks at home. Go for 11 consecutive division wins. Woo! That's no joke, man. Yes, sir. I, that's that's the goal. It's going to be a great game, John. I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, I've got a couple more super chats, and there's a couple more you know regular chats we want to get to. We don't discriminate here. We love everybody commenting. Please we love participation. Keep, keep the yes, we surely do. Keep the comments coming. Uh, we've got we've got plenty of time to just get to as many as we can get to. I got Brandon right here. He just wanted to donate, probably for that shot of fireball right there. So appreciate yeah. you, Brandon. <laughs> My man. Love that. Love that. I got Mosquito Killer right here. Oh, the man, the myth, the legend right here. John, I had so you had so many fans in your mentions this week. They're talking trash. They're yeah. saying all sorts of mess about your family. Come on, man. Let's be real Dude, here. That's ridiculous. My family's tough. They deal with me on a regular basis. Don't hold back now. You want to talk about my grandma? She is tough as hell. Your grandma? Be, Come on, man. Dude, I do not. She is. Betty Paul will bring it and put it on you. I don't even care. She ain't no Nick Sirianni. She ain't soft. She ain't walking away from no conflict. She been through this. Let's go, Eagles fans. Yes, Where'd sir. You go? Where did you go? Where did My favorite was people saying, I'm going to get fired for my trash takes. Not knowing what? this is my business. You're self-employed, <laughs> brother. What are they doing? Come on. This is Come media. on. Let's go. Unbelievable. I got Ulysses right here. Thank you so much, Ulysses. He said, shout out to Shanahan for finally making the adjustments and being unpredictable with his play calling. You know, it was, I, I mean, you scroll through Twitter through the first quarter, everyone was hating on him. 
And there have been times over the last several years where he is apparently on the hot seat. But he continues to prove exactly who he is. He is... Yes. I don't want to say the G word genius, but... Oh, I just said it. I'll uh, say it. You know? And I'll yeah. be honest. I, the first possession was awful. Not only like... Like, okay, if you watch our breakdowns, you know how much I hate empty sets. Whenever there's no running back next to Purdy or behind Purdy... Because I want the threat to run the ball. I don't care if you run the ball. I want the threat to run the ball because their linebackers have to play honest. Mm -hmm. They can't just drop uh, into their passing lane. But the the opening drive, I was pissed. A lot of people were. The second drive, I was pissed. CMC had zero touches through two opening drives. Now the defense did their job, held them to a field goal, held them to a field goal. And then Shanahan got into his bag. Usually it's the other way around, where Shanahan comes out red hot and then cools down. But then we even got the Shanahan special. You score a touchdown before the half as time almost expires. Then you come out and get the kickoff, and you score again. Oh, man, this game had it all, and it was all 49ers. The Eagles, they're going to delete this. Here's how Sirianni's like, locker room speech goes. Hey, guys, we played well. Things didn't go our way. That's okay. We're going to bury this tape. We're not going to watch it. We'll just move on. We got the Cowboys next week. We're in first place. That's how it goes. And they're not going to learn any of this. And we will beat their ass if we ever play them again. Ever. They don't belong in the same stadium as we are. Whether we're in Philly or we're in Santa Clara, they do not belong with us. They are who we thought they were. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got RV right here. Thank you, my friend. He said, John, I'm a huge fan. I live near Philly, and I've dealt with this crap since last year. After that sandwich-eating mall cop touch green law, it was great to see the team result. I did not think that sentence was going to come out of my mouth. Thank you, RV. It was worth every penny, man. That was that was a fun sentence oh. to even utter. <laughs> Dude, what a joke. What a joke. Oh, so great. And that's the I funny got, thing is yeah. they applaud him. Like That was like a point of pride. That like you're the laughing stock of the NFL. That you have somebody on your staff that would touch an opposing player. Dude should have got rocked in the face, man. Like I'm not a violent guy, but like, dude, you put your hands on me, shit's over. Period. I don't give it. I that dude should have got jacked, and Drake Greenlaw would eat that dude's lunch. Well, maybe not his lunch because that dude's gonna eat his lunch quick because he's huge. But outside of that, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Clayton. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, it's it's all good, man. It's all good. I oh. got. We walked on the moon right here. Thank you, my friend. He said this team is exactly who we thought they were. Yes. That is a direct quote. Yeah, that's a Jokes. direct quote from you. Don't right belong there, with friend. us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We got Eagles fans are, whoa, okay. Russell, thank you for the super chat. I'm not even going to finish that <laughs> sentence. That. You yeah, guys can read, struggling. but yeah. They are mm -hmm. struggling. It is, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I got Tommy Huxley right here, the man himself. He said, John was doubting the team and the Shorthorns. Whatever. Oh, he's that, talking. Yeah, on, okay. This is my week right now. Now, Tommy, oh. you know you <laughs> okay. that's right. He's actually okay. a USC fan, but I was talking trash, and I actually a U fan. Shout out to my Longhorns. Shout out to the freaking 49ers. I, like, y'all can't mess with me right now. I'm just This saying. is a John Chapman sweep. Yes, sir. Mm, we going all right, baby. We going all right. And so we are okay. And I see Uncle Salty in the chat, too. What's up, brother? Appreciate you. Yes. Brother. 
Heck yeah, we got Colin right here. Uh, probably another fireball shot on the on the way for you right there. Appreciate you, Colin. Oh, they're waiting inside. Oh boy, we got Ulysses again. Appreciate that. Hey, again, shout out to D Dragon, the Eagles fan. Quote: He wants all the smoke, and yeah, I, I respect that. And Ulysses does as well. It's gonna be interesting to see how this all pans out, John. I'm oh excited gosh, for sure. Man. Got a There's couple more I want to get to. Yeah. Let's finish our super chats and then I got to wrap it. Uh, Absolutely. But man, Just, this, show, yeah. uh, this show today, celebrate wherever you are. Uh, in mm -hmm. the words of Rick James on Chappelle show, it's a celebration, bitches. Yes. <laughs> like that's where we are. That is where mm -hmm. we are. Absolutely. We even got Kalia Davis and Kim Lock getting oh, in there for sacks. Was that not fun, John? Was that Ooh, not Kim awesome? Kimball had one and a half slash two sacks. I don't know how they're going to divvy it up after they watch the tape. Kimball hasn't had a sack in two years. The first sack was a gimme because Jalen Hurts tripped over the 40-yard line. And then he got another sack later on when Armstead had it and then let it go. And Kimball, like, that that's a testament. Everybody wants to talk about the Eagles' defensive line and how great they are. And they are great. They're very, very good. Kimball had more sacks than the entire defensive line combined. Think about that. You're not like us. You don't belong with us. We're not on the same level. Oh, man. Well, John, was that not so much fun? <laughs> I'm the happiest man this side of the Mississippi, which we used to say in the South. And I'll say this as we wrap this show up. And I want to say thank you to Clayton. Thank you to our executive producers, everything that you guys do. And thank you to the 49ers. And if you haven't subscribed yet, hit that subscribe button. Yes. Talk to your trash this week. You are the best team in the NFL. Now, that doesn't mean the season's over. It doesn't mean there's not work to do because there still is. And I see Sean Ferris getting your super chat in late. Oh One boy. thing better than a win is sharing it with you guys. Aww, We're a community, Sean. baby. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> Love that. Uh, Sean's Irish, and those are my people, man. So I just want to say thank you to everybody else out there. We're going we're gonna to cancel it. We're, we're not going to cancel the show. We're going to sign out of the show. We're going to have so much content coming to you this week. We're going to keep the same tone the same energy so if you hadn't hit subscribe yet please do so but until next time enjoy it faithful and as always stay strong everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.